Welcome back, bro beans and dudettes. I'm Daniel Talbot. You're here at Your Balance, where we discuss practical approaches to psychology, philosophy, and health science. Today, we're going to be talking about the benefits and how to get up early. We often tend to put our problems into a too-difficult-to-solve pile. Sometimes our problems can come back to the point that we don't have enough time in the day, yet all of us have exactly the same amount of hours to use. So by learning to wake up early, you'll find not only that you'll have some more time, but the time you have throughout the day will be more peaceful. So having time to yourself is the first part of having the space to self-assess. If you're busy all day considering others and the things out of your control, where is the time for yourself? Some TV or a movie at night might give you some cathodic relief, but can you really say you're alive while doing that and aware of how you're feeling and what you're thinking? Or that you feel that what you're doing while watching those things is serving your life effectively? How does it contribute to the kind of life you want to live? And does doing this activity leave you thinking the same at the end? Ugh, if only I had more time. An obvious way to gain more time would be to reduce the things that should take up most of your time. That would be sleep, right? That takes up the biggest chunk of anybody's time. Sleep a little faster, as Arnie would say. And maybe I'd argue the same. Though, in Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, a very confronting read from somebody that has struggled with sleep a lot in the past, he discusses the importance of sleep and how sufficient sleep is the cornerstone to a good life. Sleep regulates all our body's functions and plays a big role in your mental health as it impacts hormones too. Matthew highlights the optimal amount of rest being about seven to eight hours. This is a good target and is the first takeout from this discussion. Aim for seven to eight hours of rest. You're not special and you, ne you don't need more or less rest. It's about there. Children think they're special and they believe it. And I'm hoping, hopefully you don't think you're a kid. I switched out sleep to rest in this circumstance because the intention is more around the rest than it is falling asleep. As often, when you try to fall asleep, it makes it even more impossible to do. So let's not lose sleep over this task. If you're still exhausted after getting this much sleep, seven or eight hours, it's likely that there are other lifestyle factors that are contributing to why you might be feeling tired, not sleep. Getting up early over going to bed late has many benefits. Often at night, you're drained. You're more likely to eat bad food because you're tired and you're, you're not as alive as you would be in the morning. And you might argue otherwise, but your body's hormones take advantage of this and, and, they, and you should take advantage of them because they play around going to sleep and waking up. And as you're waking up in the morning, your body starts telling you, let's get the ball rolling. And as you're going to sleep at night, it's telling you to slow down. Hormones take time to adapt as well, though. It's not easy just waking up straight away in the morning or even staying up particularly late. As often, you can feel quite sleepy in the mornings when you're waking up. We know this, obviously. And, but why can some people get up at 5 a.m. and live perfectly well? Practice. Hedonic tolerance is what it's called. We get used to these things. Over time, your body adapts. Your mood in the morning is normally the most peaceful it will be all day. Before your boss drives you insane or you need to deal with children, it's just you in the morning before the day starts to steal your time and corrupt that peaceful mind. Getting up early fosters this feeling and enables you to carry that peace through the day because you're able to actually sit and rest in it and know it exists. This is exaggerated by good morning practices. 
like making a bed, creating a to-do list, drinking some water, meditating, or training of ex- or exercise of any kind. Because it's early, you'll get more out of these tasks as it can give you more energy and focus to do those tasks that you haven't spent on resources during the day already. This time to yourself creates an undercurrent for your day. You feel accomplished and calm because if I can do these tasks in the morning, surely I can accomplish whatever else the day throws at me. Sure, you might at first be tired. You might worry that you'll be less productive during the day. But consider that this time in the morning can be used for anything. Doing tasks that you would otherwise leave for later in the day and often miss, these can now be done in the morning. And like we said, well, you've got the most brain power to do it. So maybe you are more tired at first, but you have invested more valuable time in yourself in the morning, a compounding investment. And you can use this time to accomplish anything, like I mentioned. Maybe it could be work. The important part is you conquering the morning and having the time alone before anyone else around can bother you. Then you can appreciate the peace and the calm of this world before it's consumed by that nine to five hustle. Look, getting up early isn't for everyone, but there are two parts to this change, going to bed earlier and getting out of bed in the morning. (laughs) It doesn't matter if either or both of these is the issue because you will adapt and it will become easy. So this is another takeout from this discussion. Change slowly. Don't start going to bed at 9 p.m. when you normally go to bed at 10 or wake up at 5 a.m. when you normally get up at 6 a.m. Of course, you'll feel like a train has hit you in the morning. Sure, you you know how to run, right? But you don't go outside and say, ah, I'm going to run a marathon today. You will not be happy at the end of that run, I assure you. And you know, even if you did manage to finish that marathon, you will not be doing the same thing the next day, right? Therefore, do this slowly in 15-minute intervals every three days. So on day one, you wake up at 5.45 a.m. Then three days later, you wake up at 5.30 a.m. So by working on waking up early, naturally, you'll be getting to bed earlier too. This gradual change is giving your hormones time to adjust. When you don't give your your hormones time to adjust, it's like jet lag. And we know that jet lag takes a few days to get over. It's the same thing. Your body's circadian rhythm is a bit out of whack. So this is the next takeout from this discussion. 15 minutes every three days. 15 and 3. Out of the two parts of this, I think waking up earlier can be the harder one. When waking up, it's important to not hit snooze because this is you giving up on your first task of the day. You set that objective before you went to bed. You've got to make sure you get your first one done right. It sets the tone for the day. You will survive this. And it sets you in motion for good behavior for the rest of the day. This also makes the change take much longer to take effect. It's harder to adapt to getting up early when you're not consistent. So another takeout from this discussion is don't hit snooze. So don't hit snooze when you're trying to wake up earlier. You can have help to motivate you to do this. So using a trigger can help formulate this habit. A positive trigger that pulls you out of bed, like a coffee waiting for you. Just focus on that next step. Don't think about everything else you need to do today and if you'll have the energy to be able to do it. That'll keep you in bed. You can use a negative trigger too. Maybe the heater comes on 30 minutes before you get up and either you sweat to death in your room or get up and take a shower. Maybe your alarm on your phone is in another room 
and you have to get up to turn it off, which means you've already done the hard part of getting out of bed. There are a few different options and different perspectives on how you can get up earlier. The process is about making it right for you. So to conclude, the most important part of this change is getting that seven to eight hours sleep. Just wanna emphasize that, that's really important because getting up earlier without that isn't gonna help. Getting up earlier should be something to accomplish slowly. That by doing this task, you will feel happier through the day because you have invested in yourself in the morning and given yourself the opportunity to have some peaceful moments before the day begins. This change will open you up to more productive and effective time use that when achieved, will drive you to even more throughout your day. To summarize, the takeouts from this discussion are, one, aim for seven to eight hours rest. Aiming for sleep is really difficult. Two, change, but change slowly. Three, 15 minutes every three days, 15 and three. Four, don't hit snooze. This will ruin your habit. Thanks for listening. And if you're looking for any more guidance or or help on healthy living, check out my courses at courses.your-balance.org.